listening to Splash with Shalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul. Another episode of Splash. I'm Shalene Bryan here with my buddy Barbara Cameron. Hello, everyone. Ready to splash you with a little love, laughter, and encouragement to rehydrate your soul. And today Woo-hoo! we're going into the water. Oh, we are splashing. <laughs> we're not even lying about I know, this. I know. We're That's not right. lying. That's right. So when I, I just need to set up this girl. For I know. Me. You because got you to. know when your kids go to school and they're in high school, you fall in love with some of their friends that you just you're like. I, I wish I had given birth to her. Like, yeah. I love this girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would hang out with this girl. Right. I would hang out with her outside of school. <laughs> like, she's awesome. So our guest today is not only a graduate from Oaks Christian High School. <laughs> you take it way back, right? <laughs> she graduated with Blake the, right. and Grace, who's now his wife, right. which is right. weird, right? Oh right. Weren't you on the homecoming court with them? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you were. <laughs> yeah. She's not only a baller. Right. Right. Um, she's super popular at right. school, too. But... Um, <laughs> Joining us today in the Splash Zone, all the way from the Tokyo Olympics, Amanda Logan. You're here. I'm here, and I'm so grateful to be here. I'm I'm grateful to be home. One, Tokyo was great, and now I'm grateful to be home. And I'm grateful to be sitting here with you both. Not only was she a superstar in the Mm. high school day, buddy, and I think I told you this. Yes, and I love the story. And you actually went to one of Brooke's water polo games. I did. And the only reason why Brooke, my daughter, don't, I know you guys are probably going, wait, Brooke, water polo? No, she plays lacrosse, Division I lacrosse. Amanda. Mm-hmm. was in the library at Oaks. And Brooke comes home and said, Mom, I was talking to Amanda today. And I'm like, good, because, you know, Amanda was a couple years older than mm-hmm. Brooke and mm-hmm. a mentor to her. And um, she goes, I- I'm going to play water polo in the off-season. <laughs> it go, worked. <laughs> go, Whatever I said worked. What? And I said, oh, wow, oh, oh, okay. And she said, yeah, Mom, I'm going I'm to play. So I had told her today, Amanda, that you were going to be on the Splash podcast. I'm super excited. And I said, Brooke, (laughs) tell me something that a memory that you have. And she said, Mom, she said, she got me to play water polo. And all I know is that she was the best teammate I've ever had. She said that about me? She did, of her whole career. So here she is, you know, a Division I athlete like you. She just, best teammate I ever had. She's a monster. She eats, she goes, she she goes goes eating everyone's shots. (laughs) She goes, one time I flukily. Scored on her. I'm, I'm reading her text to me. I flukily scored on her, and it was the best day of my life. She goes, because being an attacker in lacrosse, right. Brooke likes to put in goals. Right. That was not happening with Amanda in the pool, right? right? right. Obviously. One of the best women's water polo players in the world. I right. can say that now. In the world. Well, but I want to take you back for a second, listeners, before we jump into questions for Amanda and hear her story and her journey. Because parents... You need to listen to this young mm. woman. Yeah. Yeah. We get really caught up sometimes in our kids' dreams and careers and try to maybe even sometimes, <laughs> I don't know, maybe one of you listening, try to live vicariously through mm. that and put an undue pressure. Yes. I will never forget in 2015, the school Oaks Christian has a baccalaureate. And they picked some of the students, like Blake was one, mm-hmm. the Amanda Loggins of the mm-hmm. world. And she got up, and I was sitting in the front row. And I remember Amanda, like it was yesterday, say in her you know, high school self voice, proud as can be for the USA, that I'm Amanda Loggin, I'm graduating from Oaks Christian High School, and I will be 
the goalie in the United States Olympics. Wow. Tokyo 2020. Wow. And I leaned over to Bryce. I go, 100 bucks, she's in the Olympics. And he goes, <laughs> no, 100 bucks to you, she's in the Olympics. He goes, I believe everything she's saying. Sure enough, wow. fast forward, she goes on to get scholarship to USC, hmm. stud goalie, all American, all everything, all award, wins a national championship for USC. Wow. Fight on. <laughs> yep. Fight and on. then gets picked for the team. The US Olympic wow. team. 2020 could not even hold these girls back. And she goes and plays in the Olympics. <laughs> what? Okay, like I feel like I'm coming full circle right, right now. She goes and plays in the Olympics just like she said she would yeah. in 2015 in the front yeah. row. Right. And <laughs> Brings home the gold that I just had around my neck. It's here in the studio yep, right yep, now. Yep. And it's, it's making heavy. a splash. It's heavy. <laughs> I know. I'm like, wow, I could take that off and lose I weight. <laughs> I was just wearing a no, necklace. Only when you go to the doctor. Wear that's it. right. <laughs> I'll wear it and then, and then come back the next week and take it off. So I I want to go back for you because how did that dream? You were so, if I had had a lie detector <laughs> test hooked up on you in 2015, it would have said she's telling the truth. Yeah. I, I don't, but what, where did that come from? Mm. I mean, is anyone in your family in the Olympics, an Olympian? I know your dad's a, a BA firefighter and let's go firefighters. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. LAFD family. Thank you, 100%. Yep. But not only does he protect and serve that way, but I mean, he looks like he was a stud athlete or something. <laughs> How tall is your dad? He's of? six foot eight. Yeah. And you are? I'm six foot one and a half. Six, yep. two on a good day. <laughs> on a good day, you know. Um, but what? Why water polo? Of all the things you, I mean, yeah, you could have been volleyball. It's you could have been. Oh, no, no, no. I literally think we need to take the seats at a water polo game and put them under the water. <laughs> <laughs> because that's where all the action's going that's on. Right. You're I right, mean, you're right. Yes. And I'd love for you to see all of that. <laughs> um, water polo. Well, my whole life, I was super active, was always outside. My dad made sure of that. He was out there with us, encouraging mm -hmm. us to be outside and play, which which is huge. Did so we for hear all that, did we just hear that? Yeah. She wasn't on Xbox, people. You want to know why right, he right. became Dad a gold medal was intentional. Yes. Dad was there. Yes, yeah, thank yeah. you. Okay. He was outside playing different games with us, mm -hmm. whether it was basketball, throwing a football. Eventually, when I played water polo, he was throwing a water polo ball across the backyard with me, just so that I was always not trying to overdo it by any means. It was always, you know, he knew it's what I wanted, and he was trying to help in any way he could. So he was all about us being outside, being active, mm. being in nature. And not yeah. even just that, giving back to the family in a sense. We were outside doing yard work every Saturday, family bonding, <laughs> running the lawnmower, Let's running go. the tractor, whatever it would That's be. But right. it was something we did together. So I was always- You have a work ethic. Yes, he wanted to make sure we had that. And when he was growing up, he did a little basketball here and there. And you know, if you listen to stories about him, he was so, so driven. But eventually he chose you know, to go down the fire department path. Mm. And he was so driven in that. And I hear stories from different mm. fire guys because my dad's too humble to want to tell me much. And mm. so I kind of have to pester just to get <laughs> get the background, right. you know what I mean, from people. And to hear these things, I know that my drive, half of it comes from him, maybe even more of it. But right. I know my mom was also a driven, driven woman growing up, dabbled in a couple different sports, uh, competitive cheerleading, wow, among other things. And just business-wise was so driven and made something great of herself. Mm -hmm. And so I know my drive comes from both of them combined, right, which is right. super huge. But 
I took PE in middle school and elementary school, whatever it may be, very, very seriously. My, <laughs> all of my younger years. I haven't actually Shocker. been in a sports sport on a team yet outside of school. Mm. So that was pretty much all I had outside of family. Okay, did you family. hear that, parents? She wasn't even on a team yet. She just was playing and being a little girl <laughs> and being out in yeah. adventures and moving her body and helping with the lawnmower. Fire your gardener, people. This is how you get Olympians. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty amazing because you think that p- these people are popping out their kids now and they're shipping them off to camps to live to become a gymnast <laughs> or to become a this. And you weren't doing it. You weren't doing mm-hmm. water polo in elementary school, right? Right. And I also had no swimming background at all. But okay, I was in what? the pool. I, I didn't do swim classes, swim lessons. I didn't know how to swim, swim. I bet you some of my teammates would say, you still don't know how to swim very well either. <laughs> <laughs> I just hang in there with everybody. But um, <laughs> that's so funny. But I just learned how to flip turn this year, actually, fun Woo! fact. Which is, <laughs> <laughs> but I was in the pool with my little sister all the time right. growing up. We right. were in so often, wanted to be in every day of the week, December, January. I was like, I can't afford to heat the pool as many days of the week. I mean, yeah. You guys are on your own. <laughs> kind of a bit. Get a wetsuit. Yeah. yeah. So we were in there and we turned things into fun games, just scrape algae off the pool. Who can hold their breath the longest kind of a thing? Right, right. <laughs> just turn it into fun or, or whatever yeah. to help. But we were in there playing games mm. all the time. You couldn't keep me out of the water. But I didn't think, I didn't know what water polo was. We had some family friends that right as I promoted from eighth grade that summer I was about to go into high school so I was going to try tennis because my older sister played tennis right we were at the courts playing with her periodically I was going to try basketball because my dad did a little bit of it and I was just going to see if it was fun loved them both also started water polo that same summer because this family friend told my mom oh have Amanda try this my mom made me go and I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And they said, mm. get in, swim 10 100s. You're an athlete. I was like, what is 10 100s? <laughs> but the egg beater was the thing I picked up on really quick. The first wow. day was gnarly. They had me in the field and everything. The second day, they said, you know, you're really tall. We should put you in the goal. Fell in love with it day two. Mm. Fell in love wow. with it. And then right after that, you know, two months later, that's when I started high school. But that's when things really, Oaks Christian, everything kind of came together mm. for me. When so I, you officially did not start water polo. till high school. Till high school. Yeah. Slow wow. the roll, parents. <laughs> Look at that. They're getting in these yeah, clubs. I they're know. going in debt. I know. Doing, and just let your kids play. Let them God will kids. naturally yeah. let them rise. I think everyone thinks they're behind the eight ball. Oh, no. If they don't start when they're five right, and right, doing right, right, this, right, they're right, never right, going to go to the Olympics. Right, that's right. Wrong. <laughs> right, that's Amanda's right. living proof of this. That's right. Wow. I didn't know that. I would have mm. literally assumed you were on some traveling water polo teams that no. you were five years old. I wasn't on any traveling team. I was just traveling around with my dad we were having fun riding dirt bikes and stuff but that was that was it he just encouraged us to be out and active and engaging yes. with people mm. just for for health reasons that, if that doesn't splash somebody right well, now and it's spl- melissa my melissa thank she's you splashing that yes. on her kids which is so great yes. i love listening to this because she's got a one little girl emma she's a little swimmer she's a swimmer she's a fish but then she just said she's only seven and she's she's like I don't really want to do swimming. I, I, I want to do other stuff. So to hear this yes, right now. Go ahead. Go do and other Ma- stuff. Melissa's like, yeah, Mom, we, we need her to expand and, and Thank decide. You. Thank like, you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I will, yeah, yeah go ahead, Matt. I, I was just going to say to that comment, I just think a lot of kids, they'll think, oh, I'm good at this, so I should stick with doing yes. this, even if it's not their passion that's or right. they're feeling some sort of holdback. Don't do it if that's the yes. reason. And if other people, your parents, your friends, whoever thinks you're too good at this to quit, 
it doesn't mean you're quitting if you dabble in other things. And even if you Thank do you. quit, yeah, that, it's not so your passion. Good. Right. You know where you're going to be most impactful in your world and all the people around you and just the world in general is when you give your all to your passion. And you will, and for some people, mm. they find out really early. For mm -hmm. some people, it's a little later. And mm -hmm. for some people, it's not till way later. Thank you. But when it yeah. hits you, you will know. Yeah, and I right. had a moment That's awesome. with that. It wasn't even day two yet. I, I loved it then. But there was a moment I had. I watched the women's team win in 2012, which was after my freshman year. Mm. But I had a moment when I first started playing club my sophomore year. Of high school. Sophomore year of high school. Yeah, I want people to and understand And I just that. started playing club. So it wasn't until almost the very end of my sophomore year of high school. Okay. And I had a moment where... I saw I had my dad in the stands, and he was so happy. The parents were all giggling, mm -hmm. having a good time. We were playing a really fun, fun game. I even got to go in the field for a hot second and then come back out and be in the goal. And the coaches were ecstatic because a lot of people were getting playing time and everybody was doing well, and just we were firing on all cylinders. Mm -hmm. But it was fun. And to see the parents out there smiling, I had this moment where the way the sun hit the water, it mm -hmm. hit me, went through my eyes, hit me right in the heart. Just right into my soul, I knew God was talking to me, and mm. he was telling me in that moment at Chafee College in the middle of a water polo game, this is what you love to do, and this is how I want to use you. Mm. And I know it's a cheesy thing to say, no, and some not. people it's might not. roll their eyes, but that was... No, that's your wow, truth. Wow, that was that's so right. surreal for me. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. Oh, you just gave wow. me the chills. I, I can't no, make this stuff tears. up. No, you can't. <laughs> right, absolutely. And you don't mm. want to, you ever, don't ever want right. to stop sharing that. That's don't right. ever stop sharing that. Because God is the hero of the story That's the right. whole way through, That's right? right. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. I remember my first time going to a water polo game. And obviously I knew you were a superstar, but I went because Brooke was going to be playing or mm -hmm. sitting out or whatever. Mm -hmm. She loved the water ever mm -hmm. since she was a little girl. Like that girl just loves water. And um, I'm like, okay, honey, yeah, we're excited. And mind you, look, Cross is very fast sport. It's mm -hmm. probably the fastest sport on two feet, you know? And the ball goes very fast and you can't follow it. So I bring Grandpa Al to water polo. And to me, it seems very slow. <laughs> My, you know, the ball. And then mm -hmm. when the whistle would blow and I'm like, really, coach, can you just yell to them? They have to swim all the way over to you <laughs> and then swim all the way back to their position to get in the place. And I don't know the rules. I don't know anything. But all of a sudden, I was just fixated on you and uh, because she would come out of the water and I this don't send me any letters about this I did not know anything about water polo it's my first in, intera interaction she comes out of the water Barbara I'm not even joking like flipper okay I could see her belly button all right she's out of the water wow. stopping these balls and I go oh I didn't realize they had a little box for the goalies down there and Brooke goes what are you talking about? And I go, well, do you see Amanda? She got all the way up to the top of the rim of the of the goalie box, and she slotted that thing down. And she goes, Mom, there is no box for the goalies. I thought you'd get so many seconds, like a crease or something. Crease so many seconds, you can step up there and oh launch yourself. Goodness. She's like, no, Mom, she's egg-beatering. And I'm like, what's that? She goes, she gets her feet going mom like an egg beater and she launches herself and I go are you kidding me I there's, no box. Never, there's, there's no, no box there's no box people <laughs> and it was I'm like this girl's just gifted right. because you're right at 6-1 you've got everybody at Oaks Christian asking you to play volleyball as you play basketball as you Brooke wanted you to play lacrosse <laughs> I mean everyone would put you in any sport mm. like you're a natural athlete but I feel like you're so right 
Wait on the Lord. He's not going to withhold your gifts or your talents from you. Matter of fact, you can trust him with them. Mm. And he will let you know when it's time, if we're listening. I think sometimes we're so busy trying to achieve other people's goals for Mm. us Mm -hmm. that we've tuned out the Lord. Mm. Yeah. And in that pool, in that moment, when you're by yourself, you're alone. You're the last man of defense. Do you call the pool a field? Yes, we do. Okay. Field players. The field. Okay, that's yes. so good to know. Okay, so I, I kept, I'm <laughs> it translates yes, a little bit to other sports for yeah, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. But I'm like, you know, when you're in the water, but no, you're like, I got back on the field, so that's what you call it. Uh, what would you we'll say, say when you get back? If you're in- on the bench, you're going, you're like, you're getting in the pool. Yeah, like, get in there, kind of a thing. But you'd call it field players, the field. Okay, okay good. The field of play. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you're the goalie. Yes. yes. So you have this huge success at Oaks. You obviously had an epiphany from the Lord. That's really nobody else's business, right? Kind of like when Esther went before the king. I mean. Going before the king, she would have been killed. This Mm -hmm. was a life or death decision. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's so amazing that you're sharing this because there's young people right now Mm -hmm. who I believe are walking with the Lord. And he says, I am not going to harm you with this. It's to prosper you. Mm -hmm. It's to give you a hope and a future. Mm -hmm. And he wants to speak to you. There's no age range when God speaks to us, right? Right. You don't have to go, oh, I'm not old enough to get an epiphany. No. Mm, You can get it young. Right. And for me, the beginning of the story when I told you I started playing, I wasn't really supposed to go to Oaks Christian. I was going to go to Moore Park High School. My parents had a last second change of heart. My older sister had, you know, she talked to them about this school. And so it was a really quick turnaround. All of a sudden I find out right before school's about to start, oh, you know, you're going to Oaks Christian, which was, Mm. was, which was wild. Mm. And when we got to school and everything, it was before the epiphany. That was when I came to faith. I knew of God. We'd had dinner prayers knew nothing else. I didn't grow up going to church or anything. Wow, I didn't know that. No, yeah, see, it was minimal. I just knew there was this God. That was the extent, and we would pray before dinner to him. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't know why. I didn't know what. I didn't know stories. I didn't know anything, mm. and and neither did my sister. Wow. So when we got to school, and then with water polo, the way those came together at the same mm. exact time, mm. I just don't think that's a coincidence by Absolutely any not. Means. I don't believe in coincidences. I don't <laughs> That's either. a divine appointment. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And so the way it all tied together moving forward has been surreal. And when you talk about mm. walking with him, one, it's acknowledging that you know he's there makes all the difference. And there's mm. been plenty of times when you talk about these pressures from the outside world, whether it's your parents and even farther because you're good at something, to continue to do it, or you just get caught up, even if you want to do it, you just get caught up in that world. And so for me, my journey, as much as God has always been part of it, and he's been there, I've I've struggled almost remembering he's right here with me. Right, mm-hmm. right. And investing myself in that relationship and using it to make his name known and make his love known and just mm-hmm. to allow myself to feel loved. And so going through college and stuff, I really fluctuated with that. And I came back around, and I'll tell you what, if I didn't let him back in, not that he was ever out, but if I didn't really dive back into that relationship with him in this past year, I'll tell you what, I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now. I probably wouldn't have been on this team because he, in a sense, saved me from myself and feeling isolated in a way. Mm. And I was doing that to myself. He saved me. He, when I came home during COVID time and we were off that's when things Mm. came back around and I dove back into that relationship and Mm. Mm. I felt saved in a way. I know, because going from Oaks Christian to USC, (laughs) 
has got to be a culture shock for your yeah. soul. Yeah. Just in the that. sense that you're not at a Christian university. They're not pretending to be no. a Christian university. Right. You're going into a very secular school that's very high-end driven, high achievers. Mm -hmm. So for you, I think it's amazing that God revealed himself to you in high school. You came to a saving knowledge. That doesn't mean we all go through peaks and valleys, Amanda. Mm -hmm. yeah, Sometimes right. I'm like on fire and other times I feel like I'm in the pit of hell. I'm like, Lord, I can't even hear you. Like, where are you? <laughs> I wish more people mm -hmm. were honest mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. God goes, I didn't move, Shalene, you did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm still here. It says, remain in me, I'll remain in you. I am the vine, you are a branch, Shalene. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So how's that working out for you? And I'm like, oh yeah, put me back on the vine. <laughs> <laughs> give me back, give me back. But when you found out, was was SC a dream of yours? I mean, you must have had offers from a lot of places. What made you pick SC? Yes, there was a few different schools I was looking at. I took my trips everywhere. I hadn't actually known about SC because, like I said, I jumped into the water polo game later. I was like, club's a thing? What's club? Right, right, And my right. coach told me about that my sophomore year of high school. And I was like, well, wait, college water polo is a thing? Oh, my God. I had no idea. How fun. <laughs> let's play that. Yeah, let's try. And so, anyways, I was finding all these things out last minute. My frame of reference was pretty small. But I heard from all these schools. Once I did club, I got my exposure through that, through the Olympic Development Program, because Larry Felix, my high school coach, told me, try this, try this. I just think it'll help set you up nicely, just expose you to different coaches, different skills. Wow. And Oaks you know, is so good at that, by mm, the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they really are. And Larry Felix was huge. He's always supported me. And even since I left Oaks, he's just been there for me. Mm, wow. Like no That's other awesome. coach. Just always checks back in, connects. Yeah. Always willing to help, which has been nice that I just haven't been, you know, you know, you go through my program and then we're done with you kind of right. thing. So yeah. that's what I really appreciate about Larry, Coach Larry. So anyways, all these things I was just kind of figuring out, and USC wasn't really on the forefront of my mind until I was about to go into my senior year of high school, and he said, well, have you ever thought about this school? I was like, USC? They have water polo? <laughs> oh, yeah, they're one of the top programs. <laughs> oh, yeah, I should probably reach out to them. So it was when I showed up for that trip. Yes, the campus is beautiful. Yes. Sure. It's really striking. But that wasn't it. It was sitting there talking to Jovan Vavic and the conversation I had with him simultaneously on the side of a pool deck while the girls are training. Mm. And to see training like that and to hear from this man mm. on the side and how much he cares. Like, mm. you can't, you couldn't fake what he was saying. Mm. You couldn't fake it. He cares so much and loved water polo so much. I just was like, we are on the same wavelength. Mm. And the mm. way these girls train, I want to be this good. Mm. I want to come here. I want to train this hard. I want you coaches to yell at me from the side of the pool deck to get my stuff together. Because I want to be the best in the world. Mm. And so that was it See for me. See what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. Amanda for president. Like you just believe her. Like That's that right. is a gift God gave you and you didn't bury it. So he, you spoke to him and obviously he recruited you. Yes. So when did you make the decision? I made the decision November, kind of like the last minute before they do that whole signing day, November, whatever oh, okay, day okay. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I made that decision shortly there and I'd gone back and forth between a few schools because UC Davis different program, but they had a decent water polo program, and I love that campus. And so I, in the past, thought of veterinarian type stuff. But then I was, as I went on my journey in high school, I changed from wanting to do that to sports psychology because oh, I know so the needed. confidence struggles, and I have plenty of coaches that can mm. tell you I'm so passionate and so emotional, which is a great thing, uh, coaches will say, but it can also be a deficit if you take on this pressure and just right, put it all right. on yourself. And so I needed to figure out how to play that game and have more self-confidence so I could play loosely and hang in there for a whole game 
and stay strong. Yeah. Yes. Like people need to do in life in general, right. whatever Thank you're you. doing, right? <laughs> right. So as I went through all of that, trying to play catch up because I started so much later than these other girls, I was just, wow, it'd be so nice in the future if I could go back and help young athletes mm. with kind of trying to not control, you can't just completely control everything, but help manage maybe how they can feel about themselves, how they can feel about the process and really take things for what they are. Mm in a better way. Mm -hmm. Not that it could be foolproof by any means, but sure. I just want to go back and help and give back to the sports and the athletes doing what I had to come through mm. and hopefully maybe make the road, the mm. journey a, a bit smoother anyways. But it's never going to be easy. Just thought I could maybe do that in the future and I still want to do that. You can sometimes lose your identity. Mm -hmm. yeah. Your identity can end up being, I'm Amanda, the water polo player. I'm Amanda, mm -hmm. the gold medal Olympian. I'm Amanda, the national champion at USC. You know, you end up, your identity can be pigeonholed. And God says, mm -hmm. that is not where your identity is found. Mm -hmm. And I, Your identity is found in me. That's right. Yeah. And that's exactly, so when we went into this first full-time year, which was only supposed to be the one, and then you go to the Olympics, but then it got postponed. Right. So going into that first full-time year, after I graduated from USC, now I'm joining a team and there's two other goalies, and you oh compete all the way up until the very end. Mm. Then there obviously was the pushback, and then you go for another year, and you compete all the way to the end until mm. you figure out if you make this team. And so I'm up against a girl that went to the Olympics last time, started, played. Wow. She's an amazing what? goalie. And I'm up oh, yeah, against tell another. Us story. Wow. I didn't even know this. Yeah, so Ashley okay. Johnson, she's an amazing goalie. She went in 2016, won gold, started, played the whole time. Great, great goalie. Then there's Gabby Stone, who's from Stanford. Another great, great goalie. And so all three and of us are... And Amanda Loggins from yeah. USC, a great, great goalie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so then all three of us are, you know, on the same team and you're just competing. And so when I came from SC, we all came from places where we started at our colleges and played wow. the most minutes. Now we're coming here and trying to battle Whoa! it out to have that position. Wow. Share minutes, so, what? Yeah, so in that first year, it was a totally different change of pace for me. Not physically, I mean, yes, too, but that part was easy. But mentally, mm. to hang in there and think... I'm not the starting goalie. I don't even know if I'm going to be back right. a goalie. All three of us are just kind of here, duking it out to see who, who's going to play the most minutes, who's going to even make the roster with the two of us. And so it was tough. It was really oh. mentally tough for me because I almost just identified myself solely as a water polo player, and I got caught up in that. Mm. And that's kind of what I was touching on before is comparing myself every single second. Oh, she had that nice save ball. I didn't. I missed this one, and that was a cheesy... Mm goal I gave up kind of a thing right and I was playing that mental game that full year for so long just paranoid that I wasn't going to make it and if I didn't make it what were people going to think because mm. people had these expectations mm. of me to make this team she started USC she won two national championships right everything else right. and so when COVID hit as sad and as unfortunate as all of this has been we all went home and to not be in the pool and not be able to access a pool for so long was really disheartening. Mm. But I tried to capitalize on the time I had at home, the mental reset and mm. coming back into my relationship with God Preach. and training in other ways so that That's when right. I went back, I would be ready. Fierce. Mm. I would be ready. Physically, ready to roll. Mentally, I wanted to play with ease because that's when I'm playing my best water polo and I've gone through those phases in college mm. too where I was just coming into SC, I wasn't a starting goalie already, so I had to work my way up. So I almost had nothing to lose because I had to earn my way up, right? right I was, right. I guess you say, at the bottom because you just showed up. My junior year, after we'd lost NC2As, I was a mess, 2017, my sophomore year. Coming into my junior year, I finally found this place of 
win or lose, as much as I want to win so bad, and you just can't let go of that competitor in you, I needed to mentally figure out a way to say, if I don't win, I'm going to be okay. If I don't Mm. make it, I'm going to be okay. Because regardless of whatever anybody thinks, God is going to love me no matter what. Amen. And so I found that place my junior year. And then, like I said, I got kind of caught up in everything again. And that first full-time year, once I went home and we came back, I started a Bible study group. I reached out to a few girls on the team. And we never really talked much about faith or anything, but I, I knew of one girl. And she said, you should reach out to these two also because even if it's just going to be you and me, let's do it. Yes, we get together once awesome. a week. Yes. No strict regiment. And it was because I went to one church service last summer when I was home, I think the end of the summer, and they'd been talking about small groups. And I said, you know what? This mm. would be a really good idea with a couple girls on the team. Yes. Because like I said, when I went to USC, I wasn't necessarily in that environment. Right. It wasn't like they didn't have those opportunities and stuff. But with our busy workout schedule and stuff, it was not going to be frequent that I'd be able to attend or whatever, but I can make all the excuses for myself I want. I could have done things from home and just chatted with God, prayed more, whatever it may be, read the Bible. So that's on me. And I Mm. know that. And so now I'm trying to raise the bar and commit to this relationship Mm. because this Mm. relationship, I know how much he loves it Mm. and I love it too. And so then (laughs) we came back into this year and started that Bible study group and that helped me get through this year so much. So you get to you get to Tokyo. You get selected. Tell me about that moment when obviously they only took two goalies, right? Yeah. So one gets bumped. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Can you imagine training oh. that whole oh. time? <laughs> I'm time. sorry, you do not get the rose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one gets bumped, and you get to go. Obviously, if the girl already played in the Olympics, is she's the one who got picked? Yes, yeah, she was and the you. one. She and I went. Uh-huh. Ashley and I. It's not, if you went the, net, the time before, it doesn't necessarily guarantee you're going to go again. But she's a great goalie right. and played really great the last time, has the experience that the other, the two of us did not have with national team anyways. Right. And she's just great. There's no other way around it. So she went, she was a starting goalie, and then I made the roster, backup goalie. She and I are really close friends, and we have re- just a mutual respect for each other. So it was whenever I get my opportunities to go in, she's just so, she lights up for me. And mm. it's just a great a great teammate for that reason. And whenever she's in, I'm always rooting like crazy for that girl and everybody that's in the water because I just love to see people, especially over this five-year journey, to see them, things come to fruition for them, to see the things that they've Mm -hmm. been trying to work on Mm -hmm. at practice and then watch it click in a game. And I'm just, you've been working on that. Mm -hmm. And it's, this is your moment. Mm -hmm. And here it comes. So anyways, great relationship. And that's how things were. But that moment I made the team, he had done one-on-one meetings with all of us during this particular day. And I kept telling my dad, oh no, he changed the day when he's gonna tell us. So my dad wouldn't know. Because, oh. because <laughs> I, I wanted to drive home and surprise him and tell him. Oh. So one of my friends had said, oh, she's gonna find out this day. And I said, oh, wait, wait, wait. But they, they pushed it back a day, Dad. Because <laughs> of COVID. Because of COVID. They Which I was it. like, shoot, I wish I could be texting him all day because I was so nervous. I was so nervous all day. And I wish oh, I would have had him to sure. text. And I was like, well, hopefully I did make this team because then it'll be worth it to go surprise yeah. you in the end. And I drove all the way back home from Long Beach to Simi Valley mm-hmm. that night mm-hmm. to go tell my dad. And I walked in and he goes, oh, kid, what are you doing here? Kind of a bit. And that's when I said, do you remember that conversation we had my sophomore year when I was 15? And you asked me what I wanted to do moving forward with the rest mm. of my life. Not that I needed an answer right then and there, but just what I currently wanted mm. to do. And I said, I, I want to go to the Olympics for water polo. And his response to me was, then let's make it happen. Not a, all right, you do it. It's on you. It was a, let's, 
I'm going to do mm-hmm. everything you need me to do and mm-hmm. however much you want me to do without overpressuring right. you That's to help me do that. That's right? right. And so anyways, he's been on this as well as my mom and the rest of my family on this journey with me. So I drove home though because that distinct moment was just you're my best friend. I got to come home. I got to tell you this oh, in person. I can't just, I can't shoot you a text. Right. I can't call you. Right. And that's how that was. I walked in, gave him a big hug. Everybody cried. And, yeah. and that was that. Now. I know. I'm like, she made the team. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And then the big kind of, uh, your family can't go to the Olympics, mm. right? Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So next step is, do you, tr- where do you train for that? Joint Forces Training Base, it's a military base in Los Alamitos. Okay. Right, just inland of Long Beach, just a smidge. Okay, so were you living down there? Yes. Oh, wow. Mm. Training, 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 and then now it's the Tokyo 2020 Olympics, and obviously you can't get a ticket because of, you know, the pandemic. Right. So you and your team fly there. I was so grateful, can I tell you, for social media, buddy. She would Mm -hmm. post when the game was, and she was kind enough to say, that's this for California time. So I would wake up in the middle of the night, and I'd watch her, I'd watch. I'm like, Uh, Amanda, I'd DM her. I'm watching uh, you right now. (laughs) And it's so true, you know, when you celebrate someone, you'll never have a sad day of your life. Mm-hmm. And you celebrate people well because mm-hmm. when all of you are starters, that has to be humbling. And God says, I know, but I elevate the humble mm-hmm. and I suppress the proud. That's right. You're an Olympian if you were in for two seconds, right? You're an Olympian. But the way, the love that I could feel through the TV, and I don't know any of the girls on your team at all, yeah. it was real. I really could feel the love. I mean, you would be like, let's go. Like you were like, you know, in it. You were in it. And some of those games, it's unbelievable. I mean, both of you are just so gifted goalies. But it's interesting that we need to remember that, that celebrating people, even when it's at our time, like you missed minutes because she was in, it didn't stop you from enjoying the experience that God had for you. You're still a member of that team. And had you not been there, that gold wouldn't be here. Everyone has to do their part. One can't mm-hmm. multiply. Right. One girl can't be out there in the pool and win the gold medal. Okay. It can't happen. One can't multiply. You have to have a team. And that's such a beautiful reminder. You know, even people listening right now that are maybe on a team or have dreams for their kids or they're even trying to move up in the company they work for or start something, we can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. And as we fix our eyes on Jesus the author and perfecter of our fate, he will light up the path for you. He mm-hmm. lit it up in the pool that day for you. Right. If you could tell me something at the Olympics that you learned that you did not know before you went, because that experience is at a whole nother level when mm-hmm. you are playing on a world stage. I felt so American watching that game every time mm-hmm. that she would post it was a game. And I go, I miss this feeling. Mm-hmm. I miss it. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. Bryce bought a flagpole. And he put it in the ground. We already have the normal one that kind of goes, you know, yeah, on yeah, your yeah. pillar of your front door. Yeah. He bought, we have two flags flying. I just felt so American when you went into the Olympics. And he That's goes, awesome. watching Amanda, I want to, we're, go USA. Right. And right. I was like, so Aww. it just feels good, you know. Yeah. And I want that school spirit back for yes. our country. Yes, for our and country. I feel like yeah. you brought that back for us. And I just want to thank you. Mm. Like, you celebrated through the TV in Tokyo. But even having you here today, it's like, Share a nugget for us because that's an experience that most people listening, you're the one percent of the world or, or less that get to do something like that, mm-hmm. that actually get to go be an Olympic mm-hmm. athlete for the United States of America. I mean, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Can you share something? Like we're all crying in here. It just, it's, it's very, it was really beautiful for me. 
There's so many things yeah. going on in this world right now. Yeah. Over in Afghanistan, especially. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, I was obviously at the Olympics before any of that had happened. Mm-hmm. But I'm a female one who's had so many opportunities growing up, so many opportunities. And I am so proud of where I come from. Is this country perfect? No. Tell me a country that is. Yeah. We all have different opinions. We all, you know, want to do different things, different ideas of what could be better. But at the end of the day, what's so amazing is we all get to voice those things. We all get to voice those things and still continue to go on every day and be our free selves. And I get to be a female that gets to go and play sports. I get to have all these other opportunities. And us females, we're continuing to make strides and make strides and make strides. But there's other places that don't have that. And I think mm-hmm. about what's going on in Afghanistan. Yeah. And I, I, I feel for those women. I feel for those people. Yes. But to think about how many people who have supported my journey, mm-hmm. not just females, males. Yes. Everybody that mm-hmm. has supported my journey and has wanted this for me. It just makes me so proud also to think of military Mm. that is out there protecting us. And do they even necessarily know me? Do they know you? Right. You know, one-on-one? No. No. But they're out there risking it all Mm -hmm. to protect us because Mm -hmm. they care Mm -hmm. and they want our country to be feel safe and maintain those freedoms. And I am so, so proud of one, our military, our first responders, Amen. Everyone that wants to care for this community, even if you're just a citizen that just wants the best for this community, mm. no matter what your opinion is, if you want the best and you have the best of intentions, that's what matters. And to be able to voice all those things, that's what America's about. That's what America's about is wanting the good for the people here and across the world. Yes. And so to be there, my favorite moment, I get this question a lot, is what was your favorite moment at the Olympics? My favorite moment wasn't them putting a gold on me Mm-hmm. My, as much as that was a special mm-hmm. moment between me and Elise, that, that was so special. But my favorite moment was watching them raise our flag mm-hmm. because I felt like we were bringing a little, a little gem back to the USA. Mm-hmm. And all of chest. us could stand there. And I'll, I'll tell you, when you were talking about our team before, we all have different opinions. And we're not all, you know, BFFs, best friends sure. or anything. Sure, We're all friends. And some of us are closer than others. But we all have the same passion that drives us and make the same sacrifices and some of us different ones from others. But to come together and just want the best regardless of those opinions or Mm -hmm. what sacrifice or whatever it may be that makes us different, to want the best and genuinely get there for those people is something it just, you can't put it into words, it's just something you feel Mm -hmm. and you know when you get there. Mm -hmm. That for me, was so special to watch that flag race. Mm -hmm. I bet. Because to Mm -hmm. me, it was, it's saying, we can all be different. We don't all have to be best friends. Mm -hmm. Just be open-minded and willing to work for this country. What good you can do for this country and for each other was Mm. the important thing. Mm. And that is why I am so proud to be American. And I'm, I don't want to hide that. I don't want to hide that from anybody. I don't want to hide my faith from anybody because I think faith can help so many people, so many people not to feel alone. Yes. And I've been there, and it's not like we all don't hit that point sometimes, sure. but it always brings me back that he is right here with me right now. Mm-hmm. Amen. And America, there's too many people that care about me from the outside that don't even know me, and I know it. I know they're out there working. I know they're mm. out there fighting. Right. And to think people go overseas in the military and sacrifice time with their daughters 
Right? Wow. Mm. I can't even imagine not having my dad around when I grew mm. up. So to any military that are out there listening to this, thank you so thank you. much yeah. for what you do. Yeah. Because of what you do, I am free to do what I do. Right. And I can't thank you enough for that. So anytime I play, no, it's it's for you, it's for this country, and for all the sacrifices you guys make. Yeah. You guys beautiful. and girls. Woo. Yeah. Let me be clear. I love yeah. you, I mean, yeah. I've always loved her. That's beautiful. Uh, mm. So as we wrap this up, so my big question, 2024, Paris. Ooh, fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> do you have a dream for that, a goal for that, or are you kind of... Yes. That's a yes. Yes. Okay, so, oh my I'm gosh. About, I'm all about manifesting. A better you, you vision, put things re, out. better version of yourself. I'm going to have a yeah. better version. Yeah. This experience for me, I, got, I made wow. strides physically as an athlete. Yes. I did not know the answer to this, by the way, everyone listening. Okay, so I was like <laughs> kind of just putting it out there, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, 2024 Olympics is in Paris, right? Yes. Woo-hoo-hoo. Okay, maybe we'll be able to go, buddy. <laughs> what do you know? Awesome. What do you know? That'd be amazing. Awesome. Wee, wee. Wee, wee. <laughs> um, okay, so tell... <laughs> Fresh <laughs> up on my little Rosetta Stone. We <laughs> Rosetta Stone. Um, tell me, okay, tell me how that would look as we wrap this up. Yes. So for you, this Olympics, I made strides physically as an athlete. Yes. Mental strides as a person and a team player. Yes. And I learned how to be not a good teammate from just in the water. I learned how to be a good teammate from the bench. Let's go. And genuinely had that growth and I am so grateful for that opportunity and I know God was just trying to help me learn trying to help me experience different things this Olympics fingers crossed one make the team again fingers crossed two I just believe in manifesting things like saying things and putting out to the air and visualizing and aiming for those goals and I know Brookie does a lot of that yes. so she totally gets yeah. me on this yes and the other half of that is physically putting in the work mm. Done. Show That's up. That's number two. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. Show up. But I want to start and Let's I want to play. Let's <laughs> I go. I want to play most of the minutes <laughs> and I want to be a good teammate again from in the water. And mm. if I come out for a few minutes, I want to be a good teammate from the bench. I just want to get in there and show you all the fight I have for this country. Yes. For, yes. For God and his love. That's right. And to demonstrate just how grateful I am and to have the opportunities. And I want to show you that with how I play. And so Isn't I want to start. Mm. That's my goal. It's, it, it's beautiful. And, and it, it reminds it. me too. I, just to, I know. <laughs> but to have a young too. person like this. Yes. To pour and splash encouragement yes. to our young people who yes. feel so depleted and with or what's alone, going on in Iceland. Like you say, yeah, and they're not. I love that. Um, we have wonderful young people like Amanda being yes. raised up mm-hmm. through the blood of Jesus yes. to... Um, encourage these young younger younger children yes. it's beautiful thank you so Amen. much well amanda thank you for joining yeah. us in the thank you both we want to have me. you back okay <laughs> yeah, as right. we get closer <laughs> i just feel like buddy i had a moment mm. like in 2015 i'm just mm. going to say this for the record because mm-hmm. i didn't i was sitting in, a, in the front row last time as she just spoke that right. in the name of jesus yep. for the 2024 I, I'm, I'm telling you okay Lord, to you be the glory and power and honor forever and ever. Lord, bless her and keep her. Make your face Mm. shine upon her and be gracious to her all the days of her life. Thank you for listening. Thank Thank you you for joining us. Splash a little gold on someone. (laughs) Let's go, USA. Make your splash. USA. 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 Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com.